I so much appreciate Anthony Wanjohi, um, what he brings to the table with regard to teaching and the deliverance uh, class that he teaches. The min- deliverance in the ministry of Jesus was right in the middle of his ministry, not fringe for weird Pentecostals. It was right in the middle of what Jesus did, and that's what Anthony is doing for our church and through our church and in our city. He's normalizing something that has typically been considered fringe. It was central to Jesus. It's central to us and, and the ministry of Jesus through us. He also is a very gifted communicator of the word. You are going to be so blessed from what his, he, God shares through him today. Let's encourage him with a warm welcome. Anthony Wanjoey. Love you, Thank you. I want to thank Pastor Dan, you know, for so much love. I want to thank every one of you for so much love. You know, the Bible says how pleasant it is when God's people live together in harmony. You know, I just, you know, I appreciate so much love, even from my wife. You know, uh, Alisa, you want to stand up, you know? You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, she shows me so much love. I don't know what to do with it, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, so thank you all, you know. So, uh, as I, I, was, I was preparing a joke, and I was thinking of a joke to, to say, you know. And it was going well till the end when I felt that the Lord came. So the joke went like this. You know, I can't wait to... To go to heaven and spend time with Pastor uh, Dan and some of you. We're going to be walking the streets of heaven. We're going to see all the people you've been saved, you know. We're going to walk. But then I was like, you know, I don't know if some Christians, I don't know if I want to spend time with them, you you know. (laughs) You know, I'll be shocked if I see them in heaven, you know. I may go to Jesus and ask the Lord. What's the admission policy for heaven? How did this person get to heaven? So I was happy with the joke. Then I felt the Lord say, Do you know some people will be shocked when they see you in heaven too? I was like, Whoa! <laughs> so that, that, you know, that messed me up a little bit. So, amen. Amen. So, okay, so let's start right away. And uh, we'll say a quick prayer, you know, then we'll begin with the someone. So, so let me say a quick prayer. So, Heavenly Father, we ask for your light to shine, because your word is a lamp unto our feet, a lamp, a light unto our path. Father, we, uh, let your word be like living and active which is sharper than two-edged swords, piercing the division of soul and spirit and body and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. We ask for your word to, to pierce our hearts, our bodies. May it bring healing, may it bring restoration, may it bring deliverance. Father, we ask for your light to shine in every area is in our lives, Lord, because nothing is hidden before you, Lord. So we come to you naked, spiritually naked lord we give you we give you 
We give you our hearts. And we say, have your way. Amen. 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 So, have your way. Let the lion of Judah roar. You know? Those are good. Yeah, let's give a roar for God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, because I was seated over there and I was getting nervous. I was getting... And that song just, you know, packed me up. Amen? Amen. So, uh, I was asking the Lord what to, to, to preach. And I felt he say, the goodness of God. The goodness of God. How do you define the goodness of God? Do you, do you think God is good in your life? In your sicknesses, in your troubles, in your tribulation, do you, are you able to see if God is good? In our relationship, you know, maybe bad relationship with our parents, with our spouses, neglect, divorces, abuses. Do you see that God is good? That is a question we have to ask. Human beings are not always the perfect representation of the goodness of God. So if you want to see the goodness of God, sometimes human beings, you know, the Bible says we have fallen short, you know, before we came to Christ of his glory. So, so as Pastor Dan uh, once or twice has uh, talked about, let, don't let your parents, your relationship, define your, uh, your, 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 uh, how you see the Father. Because in, in, uh, in uh, Psalms 136, this is what he says. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Are you able to say, you know, the goodness of God shall follow me all the days of my life? The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Are you tasting and seeing that the Lord is good? That the Lord wants to heal you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to, the Bible says, a righteous man has many troubles, but the Lord delivers them from them all. God, that is his heart. Amen. So Psalms 136, oh, give thanks to the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And he goes on and on. Verse 4, he alone does great wonders. Verse 5, to him by wisdom he made the heavens. For his mercy, his love and kindness endures forever. And he goes on and on. The psalmist was singing to the Lord. Are you able to sing the same thing? Not exactly the same word. Can you come to the Lord and say, Lord, I thank you for healing me with COVID-19. Your mercy endures forever. I thank you I was broke, but now I have a job. Your mercy endures forever. I thank you for my parents. You know, I thank you for my children. Your mercy endures forever. Amen. Are you able to sing to the Lord? Even if you don't see them. Maybe our children are not walking with the Lord. You know, you say, Lord, I thank you that they are coming to your kingdom. Your mercy endures forever. Amen. The Bible says, sing to the Lord a new song. So sing to the Lord. You know, I came to the U.S. over 20 years ago. 
you know, and I'm always grateful. From, you know, from Kenya, we don't always had electricity. So come in here and you have electricity 24-7. I was like, Lord, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Your love endures forever, you know. And, you know, coming over here and you can eat chicken every day. I used to eat chicken once a year. Whoa, I was so grateful to God. You know, your mercy endures forever. You know, uh, coming over here, you have clean water in your taps. You know, and in Kenya, I, I remember I used to have a wheelbarrow and, and go like a mile and fetch water. So when I came and I turned on the water, I'm like, Lord, your mercy endures <laughs> yeah, You know, uh, and, and, you know, one other thing, you, always, you have hot water. Over there, it's cold. You know, it wakes you up. You know, <laughs> cold water. So when he came and they shower, I was like, Lord Jesus, your mercy endures forever. You know, don't, don't forget the goodness of God. Never forget that. You know, I know we are in one of the greatest countries, but sometimes let the God, let the Lord expand. Let, let, let him help you to see, you know, uh, his goodness. Amen. Amen. In Psalm 104.5, he says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Into, enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. For his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures forever. From an online commentary, this is what they say. For God is good. Essentially, God is goodness itself. Practically all that God does is good. He is good beyond all others. He alone is good in the highest sense. God is the source of good. He is the good of all good. He is the sustainer of everything that is good. He is the perfecter of everything that is good. And the rewarder of everything that is good. And he deserves our praise forever and ever. God is good. He cannot be otherwise. That's his nature. He cannot be otherwise. God is not evil. That's for someone else. And we know who it is. Amen. There is no sin in God. There is no darkness in God. God, the Bible says he has built his throne on righteousness and justice. Amen. He's our comforter. He's our joy. He's our strength. And if you want to know the, uh, the goodness of God, who do we look at? We look at Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm. Jesus was and is and will continue to be the perfect gift of the Father to us. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. The Father never holds back. He gave his all. The Father cries out to his children. You know, that's how the father was like, I need to have them in heaven with me. I'm going to give them everything. But can you see he's crying out for his children? 
Can you see some, even the parables of the prodigal son? You know, he talks about the father waiting for his son. That's the nature of our Heavenly Father. Always waiting for his children to come back. The parable of the good shepherd. Leaving the, the, the 99 to go for the one. You know, that's how the father is. And Jesus says, I and the father are one. There's no daylight between Jesus and the father. If you've seen me, Jesus says, you've seen the father. Jesus is the glory of the father. I remember one time I was, I, I, I had an heavenly encounter and I had heaven you know, singing. And the song was, Jesus is the glory of the Father. Jesus is the glory of the Father. And the first Jesus is the glory of the Father, have you seen? It's not like the next glory. Jesus is the glory. It's like the first holy, holy, holy is not like the next holy, holy. We, we, we read it that way. But spiritually, it's like a different dimension, different emotions, different Everything is different. It's like it speaks different. Uh, and it was, and God wanted to, you know, to, to, for me to know who the Lord was. The Bible talks about us loving God with all of our hearts, with all of our soul, with all of our mind. And someone said over here or somewhere else, but do you know that's what God has already done? If God tells you love him with all of your mind, all of your soul, all of your body, that's already what he has already done. So he's just asking something in return. If you ask all of your body, he's already given, you know, life to you. I mean, he's already died for us. Amen. When God tells us love your neighbor as yourself, uh, he's already loved, he already loves them. Right? If God says forgive your enemies, you know, be, be good to those who persecute you. Jesus already done it. You know, when he was dying on the cross, he said, forgive them, those who are killing me. Jesus has already done it. So remember, when God tells you to do stuff in the Bible, he, he already done it. Or he knows other people who, who will do it. Amen? So Hebrews 1 to one to three, it says, In the past, God spoke to us through the prophets, but at many times. But in these days, He has spoken to us through His Son, whom He, Jesus, appointed. He was appointed heir of all things, through whom also He made the universe. The, the Lord, the, the world, everything was made through Jesus, by Jesus, and for Jesus. That's what the scripture says. The sun is the radiance of God's glory, the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things with his powerful word. So we need to be convinced with Romans 8.13. So who can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus? Will troubles, with diseases, with distress, with persecution, with famine or nakedness or danger or sword... For I am convinced neither death nor life, angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor anything heights or depth, nothing in this creation will separate us from the love of God. 
that is in Christ Jesus. Nothing. You know, the love of God is like he wants to shower us. So the enemy comes and says, oh, you are not loved. You you know, you are useless. So instead of receiving what God is saying, we believe the lie. And, the, and, and God is over there just waiting to give us presents. And you are like, but because you're not receiving by faith what we are left out. Don't let the enemy lie to you, you know. The Bible says, bring every thought captive. You know, when the enemy used to say, oh, you are useless. I go to the Bible. What does it say? The Bible says, bring everything captive to the obedience of Christ. And who is Christ? Is the word of God. What does the word of God say? You are beloved. You are a child of the most high king. You are royalty. You know the Bible says you are royalty. We are royal priesthood. Right? You are royalty to God. You know? We need to come in alignment with uh, how God sees us. And how we see ourselves. Amen? Because God says you are perfect in all ways. You know, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen? So, so don't let the enemy tell you, you know, fill you with like self-hatred or, uh, you know, rejection or all those things that happened. You know, those are contrary to who the father is. Amen. Amen. So. God rescues the poor. Uh, we take refuge in him. He's the shadow of our wings. He's our comforter in time of trouble. Um, He's our justice. He's our faithfulness. He's our strength. He's our healer. He's our deliverer. In First John, uh, in First John three one, he said, "Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we may be called children of God." We are co-heirs with Christ in heaven. We have inheritance with Christ, uh, with Christ Jesus. We're gonna, in the end, we're going to pray against inheritance. Sometimes uh, we call them, God has good inheritance. But sometimes our, our earthly journey, we end up having bad inheritances. Yeah. Either it's through the blood, it's through sicknesses, or through you know, problems. You know, and God wants us, you know, to take authority and to destroy those evil inheritances that are contrary to the word of God. Amen. God's love goes to the extreme. In Psalm 27:10, he says, Though my my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. And this is the one I'll highlight. Psalms 49, 15. He says, Can a woman forget her nursing child and have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even this they may forget, but I will not forget you. That is a promise for you. The guy said, Even if a mother who nurses a baby, you, you know how hard that is to forget that baby? God is saying, I will never forget you. Jesus says, I will never leave you nor forget you. Amen? God's love is, is magnificent. It's beyond even the father and mother's love.
May the Lord reveal to us the heights and depths of his love for us. You know, sometimes we need to know the heights and depths. You know, we need to like experience that love. God is so faithful. I like that song, The Faithfulness of God. God is so faithful that even if you are unfaithful, he still remains faithful. Yeah, yeah, you know. And, and I will, I'll, I'll, I'll share with this. It's a bit extreme, but, but it will give you uh, uh, an, a bit of understanding. You know, God sees himself like a husband. And we are the bride, you know, we are the wives. And in the Old Testament, he said, uh, uh, do we have Hosea 5, 3 to 4? He said, I know Ephraim and Israel is not hidden from me. For I know Ephraim, you commit halotry, Israel is defiled. Their deeds do not permit them. To, for them to return to the Lord. The spirit of halotry or prostitution is in their heart. They do not acknowledge the Lord. So, I don't see a lot of kids. You say, the Lord was saying, they had like prostitution. They were, they were, they are, they are his, uh, they are his wife, but they are sleeping around with different gods. Baal, Asherah, you know, Molech. Uh, and God considers that a form of, you know, and even it goes on further. He says, uh, for you, uh, you know, maybe I'll just leave it at that. He goes, <laughs> yeah, God, yeah, God had a case against them. And he said they were cheating on him. And, and he told Hosea, one of the prophets, a hard example. He told, you go marry a what? A promiscuous woman. Do you have Hosea 1, 1 to 2? And he says, when the Lord began, he spoke to Hosea. He said, go marry an adulterous woman and have children with her. For an adulterous wife, this land has, is guilty of unfaithfulness with the Lord. So, so God wanted him to experience what he was experiencing. You know, they were being unfaithful unto him. That's why sometimes if you read the altar, you will not understand. Uh, unless you see God, you know, he, he felt like they were cheating with all those other gods. And God is so faithful. He was like, okay, you want to go with your lovers? Okay. Go to the Philistines. Go to the Canaanites. Go, go to, you know. And then he, he stood back. And he was always hoping that they were going to go and going to get mistreated by their lovers and they're going to come back. You see, that's the story of Walter. They always came back. When they found that the grass was not greener on the other side, they always came back. And God was there to welcome them. You know, to welcome them. That is the faithfulness of God. You can do mistakes in your life. You can be unfaithful to God. But he will wait. He will wait and he will still be waiting and looking for you. And when you come back, he will comfort you. Have you seen a child? Sometimes you tell them, do not do this. You know, you're going to get hurt. And they go and do it. As a parent, what do you do? You still comfort them. That is the faithfulness of God. 
in our mistakes, in our errors, he is there to what? To comfort us. Because the Bible says the God what, is a comforter. He comforts us in all our troubles. All our troubles. Troubles you've created yourself or not. <laughs> he, he will comfort you if you come to him. Amen? So, uh, uh, so we would say in the church, why, why are you talking about you know, adultery? You know, there are also present, that was then, but there's also present idols right now. That, you know, as men and women in the church, we also need to get rid of. Uh, you know, uh, they, they, they interfere with the intimacy with the father. And as I'm, uh, uh, I'll, I'll point out one, you know, like a present idol is like adult, uh, pornography. You know, there's an enemy behind that. And when men or women, we become intimate with that thing, you take away intimacy from your wife, you know, because you are giving it somewhere, and also intimacy with God. Amen? And God c- considers that a form of adultery. You know, that's one form of idols. There are different forms of uh, idols. Can I hear amen from God? I mean, from men? From men? Uh, the men were like, you know, so. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, so there are different kinds. There is sex, there is money, there is uh, fonts. Um, uh, and if you want to know if there is any idols in your life, they say what? Where do you spend your time? Or where do you spend your money? And where, where do you get your joy, your satisfaction? What fills your heart? You know, Pastor Dana talked about wanting God to fill our hearts. What's always on your mind? That will tell you one of, you know, some, sometimes even our, uh, uh, sicknesses or diseases can be a form of idol because you are catering for it 24 hours a day. You have no time to, to cater for, for God. Amen. So what, God, what does that God desire? He is the husband, we are the bride. What does he desire? Luke, Luke 7, 36 to 38. This is, can be a form of also bride of Christ. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to eat with him. So when Jesus went into the Pharisee's house and sat at the table, a sinful woman in the ta- town learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she bought an alabaster jar of perfume and stood behind Jesus crying. Repentance. He began to wash his feet with tears and she dried them with her hair, kissing them many times and rubbing perfume, them with perfume. Some places also say he, uh, she anointed Jesus, you know, on her head, on his head. So what does God desire sometimes? To minister to him. Your tears are very valuable to God. God said, I will wipe away your tears. He'll make everything right. So minister to God at his feet. Come with praise. Come with tears. Come with 
thanksgiving. The woman also came with offering. Because it's very, that's how you love God. And this is how it was. So Jesus says, whatever she did for me, though her sins are many, they are wiped off. And what did Jesus say? He, she, uh, he elevated her. And the Lord said, wherever the gospel will be preached, what she did will be what? Will be proclaimed. Thousands and thousands of years, we are still saying what that lady did. You can minister to the Lord today. Not, you know, they say salvation is for today in such a way that whatever you did, it will be remembered for eternity. People in heaven will be like, do you know what that person did for Jesus? Amen. Do you know what they did? Amen. So, so let us love the Lord. The Bible says, render your hearts, not your garments. God wants our heart. He doesn't want our, you know, outside appearance. Like, it's okay to look, uh, but God says your heart is better, you know. So, so before we pray, so if you need healing of any wounds, disappointments in life, frustration, hopelessness, unworthiness, you know, release forgiveness to those who need forgiveness. If you suffer from that self-condemnation, self-hatred, Jesus says, come to me. Jesus said, you know, he was also rejected. So if you're rejected by your parents, your spouses, whatever it was, God says, come to me. Because uh, Jesus, he went through that too, and he will know how to heal you. you know, if you are abandoned, if you have hidden wounds, the Bible says he was wounded for a transgression. He wants to heal your heart. For those in fear of finances, fear of tomorrow, God says, let me love you, and my love will cast out that fear. Amen? So, so before we pray, so I want you to remember, like, your last name, the last name of your family. Like, Pastor Dan will be Mickelson. Mine will be, like, Anjohi. So before, uh, and I want you to bring that name to the, to the throne of God. And we ask for restoration, we ask for healing, we ask for deliverances for our families. One thing, uh, the one uh, the Lord uh, highlighted one time, he was like, sometimes you need to, if you want to see what the enemy is doing, you start with yourself, you start with your family, you start with uh, your, your extended family. Yeah. If I love you with an everlasting love, who's feeding you all those sicknesses and diseases? Yeah, well, Am I doing, is Jesus doing it? Remember, there's light and there's darkness. Ask God those hard questions. And then, because a lot of problems happened to my life, and it took years, and the Lord one time told me, it wasn't me that did that. And that shocked me. Because I used to blame him a lot of bad things. And the Lord said, it wasn't him that did a lot of things. If it wasn't God who it was, then I noticed, first of all, it was me. 
I was rebellious, I was prideful, I was hot-headed a lot of times. The other one was the enemy, and the other one was other people. The enemy used other people to, and I, I learned, if I had to, uh, for me, I had to use what? Humility. I have to humble myself, I have to grow in wisdom. For, for the second, for the enemy, I had to use power and authority by speaking the word. I say, I bind you in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I say, Satan, you leave my house, you leave my job, you leave everything. You use your authority because that's how God has given us. And the third people, you, you bring them to the Lord. Amen? So, so after we say this quick prayer, my, uh, I'll ask my uh, wife and Tina to... to to uh, say a, uh, sing a song, but uh, let us, actually, let us stand up. And I want you to visualize your family. Visualize your family. You know their needs. You know their, and, and receive, receive prayer. Some of you can continue speaking in your heavenly language. But we're going to ask the Lord to destroy the works of darkness that the enemy is trying to, to, to do in our families. Then it starts with the family. Then you can go to the school system, the government. We're going to do the family. Amen. <laughs> yeah. so, so, okay. So, Heavenly Father. No. Oh, okay, let me pray. Just open your, uh, open your hands and receive. Receive this prayer. Come in agreement with what I'm saying. The God says, if two or more, if two come in agreement with me, you know, uh, heaven will bear witness. So, so let me pray for all of you. So, Heavenly Father, you are good and your mercy. Your love endures from ever. From everlasting to everlasting, you have loved us. Lord, we ask for forgiveness where we've fallen short, the glory of God. We ask for mercy for our family. We stand in the gap of our families who've walked in rebelliousness and we ask for mercy and grace over them in the name of Jesus. Uh, Lord, let your light shine in any area of our lives. Heavenly Father, as you asked Gideon to destroy the altar of his father's house, the altar of Baal and Asherah, Heavenly Father, we ask you to destroy every stronghold, every spiritual altars that are still operating in our bloodline. May the altars of infirmities and diseases, the altars of iniquity and sin be destroyed. We ask for the altars of delay and backwardness to be de destroyed in the name of Jesus. The altars of uh, uh, adultery to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. We ask for the altars of premature death and suicide and de depression. That stronghold of our life, uh, of our, some families here to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we, we come against any, any patterns, any uh, uh, stronghold of abuse, of incest, of rape in the name of Jesus. We come against a stronghold of trauma, of witchcraft, 
of false religion in the name of Jesus. And we ask for these altars to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. We ask for any stronghold of um, barrenness, addictions, rejections in our families to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Any uh, stronghold uh, altars of broken families, divorces, family, uh, family being broken up. These patterns of divorces, may they be destroyed in the name of Jesus. May the stronghold of poverty, lack, delay, stagnation, self-sabotage, depression, mental health, mind control in spirit, may those strongholds be destroyed in the name of Jesus. We come against double-mindedness in the name of Jesus. Father, and we also ask any altars, any stronghold that goes uh, against, the, against your will, against the cross, may it be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Lord, you took our infirmities, you took our sicknesses, so we bind every sickness, we bind every infirmity. And we command you, you are not welcome in our bodies in the name of Jesus. Our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. We bind every, every, every spirit that comes to steal, kill, and destroy in our families in the name of Jesus. And we command them to depart in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father. We also ask any impure spirit, every ancestral spirit to depart in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask for alignment, alignment with heaven. Any one of us who have wasted their time, years, we ask for alignment of season. Any season that we've missed, Lord, we ask for alignment. We ask for your grace and your mercy. Any delays on your lives may be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask you, go before us. Go before our time. If there's anything that the enemy has planted before us, may it be uprooted in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that uh, your blood washes us clean. So anything contrary to the blood of Jesus may be destroyed in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we break every evil inheritance, every, inher- every evil inheritances of diseases, of patterns from our fathers and fathers and uncles. We, may those evil inheritances be destroyed. May we be cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Any yokes we are carrying, Contrary to the, uh, to the yoke that is of the Lord, which is, which is light, his yoke is light. Any yoke of sin, any yoke that the enemy has uh, put on us may be broken in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your love, let your peace, let your joy fill us through in the name of Jesus. Lord, we are your temple. Lord, fill us with your glory. Holy Spirit, fill us up right now. In the name of Jesus. Let your fire come. Let your fire come. Let your fire come like a flood. Holy Spirit. From the top of our head to the soles of our feet. May we be like ministers of fire. In the name of Jesus. 
May we be ministers of fire. May we be ministers of fire. Any altar of praise, we light it up. Any altar that is uh, of worship, we, we, we light it up in the name of Jesus. Anything that is dead, may it come alive in the mighty name of Jesus. May the resurrection life of the Lord, may his power be at work in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So as we sing this song, you know, just open your heart some more. If you need more prayers, I know uh, the ministerial team will be here to minister to you. So just open your heart and we thank the Lord for what he has done. Amen. Let's have the ministry team come on up to the front right now and begin to pray for people even as we're worshiping with this last song and let's do some business with God even as we worship I feel like there are people here today that are not born again and the spirit is leading you to tell you this is the day you're born from born of God so come up and pray to be born again, born of God, to your spirit which is dead comes alive and you start your walk with Jesus. That's others today need a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's your destiny for today. Come get prayer. You'll get that today and other healing and deliverance prayers. But even as we worship, come forward. Even as we worship, God is ministering in our seats as well. So this just see what God's going to do right now. But let's do sing this song together before we take anyone takes off.
goodness of God, the goodness of God, the goodness of God, the goodness of God. If you want to come up and stand in for a family member that needs a miracle breakthrough for the goodness of God. Many of you have prayed for my son, John, who is in the hospital right now with extreme pain related to related to uh, bladder surgery. It's, he's just out of his mind with pain and God's given him some breakthrough, but I'm going to, I'm going to get prayer. I'm going to stand in for him today. Some of you have family members that you want to stand in for, for breakthrough. Come forward and there'll, there'll be a short prayer of faith, believing for breakthrough for family members today. We're going to be officially dismissed now, but many of you will be coming forward for ministry. So we'll keep that going as long as there's a need. God bless you. He loves you. We love you. He's a good, good God. running after, it's running after me.